0: welcome
1: back to the co-op cast uh we're doing another player four episode with our good friend we're all pretty good friends with him from our childhood in uh, school and church and pretty much just our small hometown his name is familiar among the three of us we have another carter with us today super excited to have carter Uh-oh. with us <laughs> <laughs> he is uh he's awesome he has a lot to say uh i think we have a lot of fun things we want to talk about he's uh pretty much into farming just like I am, so we can talk about that and compare some fun things and how that can compare with video games and some farming video games. Uh, Yeah, why don't you uh, say hi?
2: Hi, everyone. I'm Carter. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. I'm happy that you're joining us today. (laughs) Yeah, he's our number one fan, pretty much. I really am. I do feel like I've been thinking about this, and I think that I feel like how Carter would feel if... They invited him on to One Piece as a guest uh, character. Anyway. <laughs> They're like, you know when they, the like, rock star invites people onto the stage? Let's yeah. do like that. That's, That's how you character. feel. Like yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Except for our audience, it's a total of 50 instead of 500,000. <laughs> <100, laughs> yeah, but when you get 500,000, it's going to be enough. like that. We'll yeah. be there. <laughs> yeah, we'll be there when that
1: happens. We're going to keep doing this every week. We love it. We love to have you with us. We love all of our guests. And I really like our Player 4 episodes, that's pretty much, I don't think we've really announced it yet, but that's what our guest episodes are called, they're called the Player 4. And so, yeah, we're excited to have you as another guest, let's, uh, let's get started. Woo!
0: But before we get into it, uh, just a reminder, come join our Discord, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok, like, just come join, come join our family, man, we're ready to have you. With that being said, how are you guys' weeks going? Um...
3: Not much here, man. Just uh, school.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Um, Actually, I'm getting our puppy tomorrow. I mentioned that a few times in the past few episodes. We've been preparing for our new puppy, watching a lot of YouTube videos, reading a lot of, of articles. We have a whole little corner in our house set up for him. So next episode... I mean, I said it last time, but we're recording at a different time. But next episode, I'll have a lot to talk about with the whole experience of our first week with the new puppy. And uh, yeah, I'll probably post some pictures onto the Instagram and the Twitter. So keep an eye out for that. And I'll let you guys know if uh, if I made a big regretful decision or <laughs> if if it's been a lot of fun. But it's probably going to be a tough week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It'll be a lot of fun, but also a lot of work, I bet. Yeah. It's like having another baby <laughs> <laughs> our big news is that we finally got brina a functional computer and it's actually like working we were scared because when it first came it came in yesterday and it wasn't working and we're like are you kidding me or are we gonna go through this again and uh we just saw that something was loose and we were, like tightening it and putting it back together and it works like a dream now so that's okay. the fun thing that's happening in our week they're yeah. Over here in Idaho, good thing you figured it out before you returned it.
1: <laughs> yeah, Again.
0: go through another computer three in a month.
3: <laughs> was something loose inside the case?
0: Yeah, it was the RAM that uh, was loose. One one of them was just popped out a little bit on one side, and so we had to unhook it, take it out, and then replug it in. And now it just works. It's it's good. So nice. with that, let's get to our guest, Carter.
2: Who are you? Tell the people. What's up? What's going on in your life? Yeah, so I'm Carter. Uh, you know me because I'm one of the three hosts on this podcast. No, just <laughs> um, I just have the same name. Okay, so here's what's going on in my life right now. Is So I graduated from college in April, and the pandemic happened a month before that. And then after that, I started working at a wilderness therapy program in arizona with troubled youths Mm. so i would go along with a couple other employees and we would take groups of kids into the mountains and help them heal from whatever emotional or um, mental health issues they had been having And so I had been doing that until the holidays. And then during the holidays, I came back home. And since then, I've been working in my family's orchard. And gosh, what else? Okay, and then also a couple days ago, I started taking some online classes uh, for a master's program or like pre-graduate classes for an econ program that I'm trying to get into. Today, I just started my application to the Peace Corps. So I'm hoping to do that. Oh, Once wow. the pandemic calms down a little bit and they let people back into that, so we'll see how that goes.
1: Nice. Well, I think you're doing a lot more than the three of us combined. <laughs> um, it
2: really <laughs> does not
1: feel like it. <laughs> so, and I have zero podcasts. Oh, well, you're <laughs> in one right now. You got I mean,
2: one. There we go. That's the yeah.
1: So I want to know more about this job you had in Arizona. So. Are you saying that those troubled youth would benefit from just the natural environment of being out in the wilderness? Or would you have like a program that you would go through with them while you're out there, like a some sort of therapy session?
2: Um, it was it was more like the wilderness was the therapy, you That's know. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't have any kind of credential that would qualify me to. um like act as a therapist for these kids, but they would meet with their therapist once a week and they still do it. The program is still going on. Mm -hmm. But so they meet with their therapist once a week and then the job of the trail walkers, which is what my position was called, is to take um, take the clients through the mountains, essentially from one campsite to another. So yeah, the responsibility of the trail walkers, which was the name of my position would be just to take the clients from one campsite where they had met with their therapist to the next one. And they would usually be about 30 miles apart from each other. And so would you be like camping overnight or is this like a one day hike or no, no, no. Yeah. It was camping. So that was how it was for, for us. And, um, The trail walkers are out there one week on, one week off. And then every week they get switched out with new trail walkers at the campsite that the kids are at. And the kids are out there for, and I say kids, but it's also adults enter the program sometimes as well. Um, So the clients are out there for, yeah, it's, it's a minimum of six weeks. I think that the average is like 70 days or something. So it's about two months that people are out there and we would like our backpacks that we would use are um ponchos like military uh surplus ponchos that we would put all of our stuff in and then you kind of wrap it up like a burrito and then you use paracord to tie it tight and then you loop your gunny sack that you sleep in through the paracord ribs to make arm loops for your arms And so it was this super uncomfortable backpack that you'd be hiding. <laughs> in. And intense. then at the end of the day, you would unpack it so that you can use the poncho. And then the other poncho that you have, you have two ponchos. And one of them you sleep on, and then the other you use as like a lean to tent. So you tie one corner to a tree and then you like Take stake it. the other corners down with like rocks or something. <laughs> and that's kind of it. Yeah. And then you also get a tin cup, and then that's what you cook with. And then also every week, they get their food replenished and they get letters from home and they send letters to home. Yeah, that's, I think that that, that's great. Yeah. It's like boot camp or something. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it's kind of rough, and a lot of the times, though, it's nice.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just how nice it could be. You're just escaping the world.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. These kids, when they're out there, have no idea, like, what's going on in the outside world for the time that they're in there. Like, maybe barely, just from trail walkers and from letters from home. They're just, like, out there. And then also you, um, like, if you work there, then you're just out there. And that's kind of it. And it's, at first, really boring. And then you kind of get used to the silence and figure out... uh, how to deal with it and how to yeah
1: yeah. because you obviously don't have your cell phone with you right
2: yeah um yeah in theory you don't but um yeah you don't have your cell phone or if you do it's (laughs) at least off and hidden like yours Um, huh like yours um (laughs) he he will not reply (laughs) no comment (laughs) no comment (laughs) So
0: yeah. Anyway, so you
1: were telling me a few weeks ago about about a little bit about it. Um, not so much, but you did mention a little funny circumstance of what you had to do. Yeah, you want to tell
2: us that yeah. story? Yeah, let me tell you guys all about it. So, good. as you well know, I'm a huge fan of the podcast, um, right? And there's been the the thread of the bidet that's come up uh, on occasion, <laughs> and I myself have not tried the bidet out yet. I'm really hoping that I have to poop by the end of this episode so that <laughs> I have out. But, um, but I do have experience with a bidet, uh, and it's during this stint that I had working with this program because we don't get toilet paper when we go out there. And so everybody kind of figures out their own way of um, being hygienic, uh, when they when nature calls, <laughs> <laughs> and there, are, you know, there are a few different methods. There are those that swear by using river stones because they're smooth, and that, and then there are those that use sand.
0: Wow. Oh. Um,
2: yeah, oh. which not to bring religion into this, but like the Quran actually talks about that you can use. So that's historical precedent there. What? Um, <laughs> but, and then some people use their hand and then wash it off, because we do get soap. So some people use the hand. And, the, and then I think that the more common thing to use is to use just any random leaf that you find. And what I had uh, kind of my method that I figured out was to use a bidet. So <laughs> to just kind of you take a Ziploc bag and you fill it with water. Oh. And Um, just the teeniest, tiniest little cake frosting hole in the corner of it. (laughs) (laughs) And then you squirt it up your butt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was so confused for a second. I was like, what do you mean? Like, these are all the nature things and then you just randomly have a bidet.
2: (laughs) Yeah, just, you know, to frost.
3: (laughs) The river stone sounds the best to me, to be honest. Nice and cold. Yeah smooth
2: and
1: <laughs> yeah. i got one sitting on top of my my toilet with my
2: bidet got my, mm-hmm. my so river be... stone <laughs> <laughs> so every other actually i would usually do bidet and then um juniper sprig it's got to be facing the right direction though because that'd be that'd be ugly um <laughs> and then back to bidet and then back to juniper sprig and that's, that's the cleanest time. that i've ever been yeah it's got a nice so, home I, I would recommend adding that into the bidet okay. uh, system. Yeah, some essential, you know. Yeah, you'll have to try
1: it out after this episode and uh, see how it compares to the whole cake froster method. Yeah, your, I forgot cake my. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Right. So, just adding a little bit more to this job you had before we move on. Um, do you have like were any of the kids? Like, were there any funny stories about any of the kids? Any funny memories? Because they're all troubled kids, right? They all had, you know, some issues they were dealing with. And I'm sure some were pretty unique as we all. Yeah, we're we're all all doing it.
2: Oh, that's how it felt like Um, some of the kids honestly didn't have any. I don't know. Sometimes you feel like, does this kid really need to be out here? Is are they fine? Do they just kind of need some communication, some better communication with their parents? And sometimes that felt like the case. And, like, there was one uh, client who I talked to who actually, like, just was kind of doing the normal teenage rebellion thing and actually got kidnapped in the middle of the night by people who were hired by their parents (laughs) to bring them to this program. What the heck? Yeah, and, like... They came into the room and, like, uh, the kid was like, what's going on? And then their parents were there and their parents were like, we love you, honey. This is for the best. And then they got, like, carried out of the room. So this, you asked for a funny story and that wasn't, like, funny haha, but it was, like, funny maybe, like, the Joker movie was funny. (laughs) uh, There were a lot of that kind of story.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it was a whole different experience. Yeah.
2: Gosh, anyway. There was a lot of funny stuff that happened, too, I'm sure. I think that... Probably lots of poop funny stories, I'm assuming.
1: I'm sure that's, like, the first question you ask when you meet someone new. How do you
2: wipe? (laughs) What's your method? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, hang on. Oh, you're that kid. Okay. No, we can be friends. (laughs) Um, But in terms of, like, actually, like, funny stories of the thing, I think that most of the things of the time that I was working there, I think most of the things that happened out there that were funny were more like you had to be there, I guess. And so I don't really want to bore the listeners with those stories. Like, honestly, with nothing, with no other entertainment source out there, you really do just find the most random, tiny little thing incredibly entertaining. And so I laughed harder out there than I think I had in a long time. Yeah. Even though thinking back right now, like the time that I'm thinking of, it was just a kid making up a weird song. <laughs> and like that was it. And it wasn't even like that incredible of a song, but anyway.
1: No, I've been on a lot of long hikes too, and long like camping trips. And when you distance yourself from social media and just the world and video games,
2: yeah, you know, games, ugh, stupid games, when you're actually out there, like you know, yeah. in real life, and you don't actually have to experience yeah. it through a game. <laughs> it's funny it's
1: how fast you're like, you just distance yourself from the world. It's funny how fast things change, and I can totally see what you're saying. Where like anything can be funny, and it's a blast being out there in the wilderness. Nah, it's cool. It's been a long time since I've been out there. We got to go camping, do a camping podcast episode.
2: Oh my word, are you guys kidding? We'll
0: have let's, to do it in the summer. Let's something. do we'll the
2: camping going. episode. For what?
0: Out there with one of our mics. We can all try <laughs> the day. Cake
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: frosting
0: the day.
1: Do a tutorial. <laughs> Just get some ziplock bags. Go to the river nearby. (laughs) I cannot wait. Live reactions. There we go. We'll write that one down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So let's move on from Arizona for a little bit. And let's kind of go with another subject, if you guys don't mind. Uh, Let's go with our player four guest here and how we kind of know him and stuff. I'll I'll go ahead and start. Uh, Carter here actually was in my graduating class in high school. And when I moved to the town that we live in, uh, he was one of my first friends, uh, along with a couple of other buddies and stuff, and just was part of like this close-knit group and stuff throughout high school. Played a lot of sports together, did a lot of things together. Do you guys want to relate like how you know and everything like that?
1: Yeah, me and Carter were good buddies when we were kids. We're still good buddies. And uh, we would just take turns going to each other's houses when we were younger and spending the night and just doing a lot of cool things. like. We would just go find an anthill and just put the entire ant hill inside of a jar and just sit there and just watch watch the colony move around in the dirt. We'd put a uh, bee in there one time. Put a bee in there and the ants took down the bee.
2: Ants <laughs> The wasp beat the band- yep. ants later.
1: We'd climb a gigantic uh, stack of hay uh, bales and we'd just sleep up there with a the little DVD player, just watch movies. And we would, I don't know, we'd just do all kinds of things.
2: Like one time we, one time we built a fort out of like hay bales and then my forearms were all scratched up and <laughs> broke out in hives, but yep. It was so sweet. It's and we worth made it. like little Minecraft beds in there. Yep. <laughs> I remember you
1: spilled hot chocolate on your legs one night. When we were I there. think
2: that, that was that time. Yeah. yeah. That was awful. You like just <laughs> screamed in agony and I was like, I don't know how to
1: help you. <laughs> oh, I forgot
2: about that. The wow. <laughs> mind really does just creates trauma. Yeah, we would
1: play Sometimes. the keep together. I don't, we just would always just find fun things to do. Just good memories.
2: Also, I want to say about Colin, that Colin's house is where I have, well, Colin and Carter's house is where I have probably over 50% of my video game experience. And at Colin's house, in between, like, school and football games, I would just hang out at Colin's house. And we'd and- play Mac-
0: Or play ping pong,
2: and we'd play either Madden or ping pong. Yeah, so that was a nice thing with our
0: little pregame ritual of having
2: raspberries. (laughs) Yeah, and it always worked ninety percent of the time (laughs) when we won. It worked when we won. It worked. (laughs) It It did.
3: My memories of Carter are basically football practice, football games. I was a freshman when you were a senior, so we don't have you know, as many experiences as Carter and Colin, but yeah, yeah, you were always
2: the fun, you were the funny guy, you know, when I was around you. Yeah. And you took up that mantle very well, Sawyer. And <laughs> then, oh, and I did go to your house a couple of times, but mostly to hang out with your older brother. And I played Spore yeah. at your house. That was sweet. Did you? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And then I, I remember one time I played Spore while your brother was out doing tours. That was a sweet memory of mine. I wasn't made yeah. to do chores. that was the guest. <laughs> right, that was after the party. I think every
3: every guest, since we're going to talk about farming this episode, everyone that came to our house that that happened every time. We'd have to me and Payne have to go out and do some farming stuff, and then you know they'd usually stay home. I mean, stay at the house while we did stuff. But
1: I always so you annoying. guys because I was that was your cousin. Yeah, not you. Cousin.
0: Yeah, not I you. Felt like I helped too. Just cause did you? I think so. Because I remember yeah. one time we were moving like a stack of wood. And I straight up just dropped one on your brother's hand. And awesome. he was so mad at me.
1: You were with us at that time? Because I have a memory stack, like moving stacks of wood. And yeah. I literally vomited because I was like, just sick. I like, think I, I, th- I was yeah. just so exhausted because I was just constantly lifting up heavy logs. I was one... I was probably in like fifth grade. And I literally like tur- <laughs> turned around so no one, no one could see. And I just threw up on the ground because I was so tired.
2: <laughs> yeah. That is, uh, that's incredible to me also because you recently shared a meme. Well, like you recently shared a meme of like somebody on Facebook saying like, I don't know, what was it again? It was something with cowboys and how video games are bad. Oh, that was on the discord. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There was a meme that I saw recently on my Facebook and it was, uh, just a picture of like a bunch of cowboys on some horses. And then the, the caption said, uh, some people weren't meant to sit on their butt and play Xbox all day or something like that. And then the person who posted it was just like, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad none of my kids were into games and stuff. Cause, cause those people suck or whatever. basically <laughs> put, putting down anyone who likes to play games just yeah. because uh, they're basically useless to society.
2: <laughs> yeah. So the story of you throwing up while as a child you stacked wood was uh, especially funny to me in the context of, like, that meme. <laughs> because, yeah, all of us have, uh, as much as we're, like, into video games, also probably do... I don't know the person that um, posted this meme, but we do have more experience with manual labor than the average video game hater. Yeah. You know? A lot more. Not exactly. i like to say. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And I even remember a couple of times not every time but whenever i'd go to your house sometimes i would help with your work on the
2: farm as well yeah because that's yeah because like i don't know my dad's a farmer as well and like that's you know what you do yeah it's, it's it's just, just sometimes things
0: need to get done yeah i guess
2: great work will get done twice as fast and i'd rather be out there helping you guys
1: than just sitting in your room or something by myself like mm-hmm. i want to go home <laughs> <laughs> but no i have good memories. Uh, Working out with you guys on the farm, on other farms too. Like one day, I went and helped brand and like give some shots to some of your cows. Yeah. And on our farm, we don't have any cows, so it was awesome doing something completely different that I haven't even done to this day since that time, like over ten years ago. Dude, Brandon, I didn't much. know that we had
2: to come out to like brand and yeah.
1: do that. I didn't brand any. I was too young, but I just kind of watched, and I uh, I took the cattle prod and I would like kind of push the cows push mm-hmm. line through the chute yeah it smelled so bad it <laughs> was like burning flesh and hair and stuff but yeah. it was good good memories last
0: year was my first year of ever branding because my my wife's parents are farmer or ranchers so it's it's a cool experience branding is yeah. so different than anything else you probably do in life <laughs> yeah i just uh put a rubber band a rubber band
3: around a baby cow's uh nuts how did two you days feel ago? after that two days ago, I felt bad for him
1: honestly dude and that's kind of a good turnaround to what we want to focus on today is just farm life, how it really is in person and in real life, and we want to kind of talk about some uh popular farming games out there that you guys might into, kind of cover some things that you guys might not realize what really goes on in real life farming because in farming games it's. Really, not how it really is. There's a lot more work that is involved to get some milk from a cow or some wheat or some tomatoes or whatever, <laughs> whatever you would acquire on the on a farming game. Uh, I know carter, you're you're into a lot of farming games um, in the limited experience you have with video games., uh, you want to talk about
2: some of those games that you're into?, uh, I would love to, Carter, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. so, I mean, Like most folks, most of my experience with farming video games comes from Stardew Valley, uh, Harvest Moon, and well, Harvest Moon more from my childhood, I would play it on the Game Boy, or not the Game Boy, excuse me, the GameCube. Um, The best Harvest Moon? Yep. Yeah. What's the name of that one? It's called Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life. A Wonderful Life? Yep. That is the one. And they actually came out
1: with a sequel to that world, Mm -hmm. and they called it Another Wonderful Life, where you play as like a female but it's literally the same game, but you're a girl, and you can marry three different guys instead of the three different girls.
2: <laughs> what console is it on? Uh, GameCube. Oh, also GameCube. Yeah. No, mine was mine was the first one. Yeah, and my sister convinced my dad to let us get it because she was like, Dad, it's going to get us like into farming more. Like, it's not farming. <laughs> and he was like, well, just farm... In real life, instead, <laughs> my sister wasn't ever no. like, really that into farming that much. So. Which, uh, which girl worked. would you marry? Um, I uh, I was a bachelor. I was just a bachelor. Also, wait. No. You never got married? No, no, no. No, no, no. Never mind. I just remembered. It was the green girl.
3: Yeah, same. Celia? Yeah.
2: yeah. Celia. No, in Sardi Valley, I have a uh, commitment to stay a bachelor. But in this Harvest uh, Moon game, it was the green girl.
3: Because yeah.
2: she was... I think that it said that she was down to earth in her description. And I yeah. liked that. Yep. <laughs> Muggy Muffy Muffy just begged to give it away. She's so easy.
1: She was the daughter of a bartender. Bartender. And then uh, was it Naomi? Yeah, Naomi. She was the redhead that was like mysterious. She was, the, and she was the hardest and her, to get. She really knew what where she was or what she did. Yeah. yeah. Celia was the easiest. <laughs> no, Muffy was. You could, give her, you could give her trash and she'd get a heart for you. So it's not that easy, kids, in real life farming. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the thing. Finding a heart isn't that easy. <laughs> you can't just grow a tomato and give it to someone and they'll fall in love with you.
2: I mean, <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of romantic, though. Right. Yeah, yeah I, I think just... that could work. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta try it. Try it out. That's right. I grew this tomato for you. Yeah. <laughs> So what comparisons
0: do you guys want to make with like Stardew Valley and uh, Harvest Moon? I would say the biggest thing that I think of that's really not accurate to real
1: life is uh well it starts off accurate because when you first start Stardew Valley you just water the small amount of crops you have with the watering can and uh if you're a commercial farmer you're not really growing a garden to make money. A garden's usually just like for your own resources. But later on, I mean, when we farm, we have gigantic uh, irrigation systems to water all of our crops. And those things need a lot of maintenance. And you even need to like take classes if you really want to learn everything about them. And it's this whole new thing. But in Stardew Valley, you can uh, craft these sprinklers that will literally just water all your crops every day without. Like once you build them and put them on the ground, you don't have to even think about it anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They just keep watering every morning and then they're ready to go after they're fully grown. So (laughs) it's pretty easy to just, I mean, once you get going on Stardew Valley and you get to that moment, it's really not that hard to grow something.
2: (laughs) That was the first thing that I thought of too, because I think that the other day, or not the other day, the other day I listened to this podcast uh, episode but the other podcast episode, you mentioned that you were like learning more about the farm and just like how even the irrigation systems are crazy. And that's the first thing that I thought of how in Stardew Valley, in real life, not even like with gardening or with yard work, can you just stick a sprinkler into the ground? <laughs> I'm like, that works. <laughs> yeah. so in Stardew well, Valley, like- that's really just you literally just stick a sprinkler into the ground like- and it's already on an automatic timer, which you know, you can do automatic timers. In every case, you have to trench and you have to put in, like, lay down the pipes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, unless you <laughs> have, like, a drip irrigation system, because then you can put it overland, or Like, if you have hoses. Regardless, uh, you don't just stick a sprinkler into the ground. But anyway. Yeah, and you need, like, constant electricity and constant, like...
0: Just yeah, like... what's the power source? What's the water source? And just the wear and tear of things
1: just the amount of things you have to replace or repair mm-hmm. so much money and work and labor just <laughs> i wish it was like stardew valley where you literally just stuck a sprinkler
0: head in the ground and just expected it to work yeah and that the sprinkler never breaks you yeah. know never well and like it makes it so easy to to play because then you just plant your seeds and you forget about them for the 10 day span in the game and then you're like
2: oh i have so much money now it's like yeah, that's not real. <laughs> that's another thing about Sardu Valley um, is that I feel like you know, with the shortened years that they have, you you kind of have to make the growing span of of crops shorter. But the really odd way that they work it with their seasons, because in what world it, can you is a spring crop really going to die like at the beginning of summer? Because <laughs> in Sardu Valley, for those that don't know you have certain crops that you can grow during certain seasons. So you have spring crops and summer crops and fall crops and there's nothing really that you can grow during winter other than stuff Forgables. that you can forage. Yeah. And I don't know, in real life there are things that you like plant earlier in the season or that you can plant in the fall and then harvest in the springtime or that you know, at different points in the season you plant and harvest. But I don't know, I just Kind of from the get go, I thought that that was really odd how Stardy Valley worked it with their seasons. When I feel like just as easily you could have, like, a normal calendar, yeah, and just have it be more op, more optimal growing times rather than the hard and fast rule.
1: Yeah, it's the first day of summer. You wake up and all your crops are just wilted yeah. completely, and you just have to clear them all out because I guess it's immediately just scorching hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I honestly wish it was that it was that easy to just sit there for 10 days and harvest because then we would be millionaires just times 20
2: and not have (laughs) to weed. Right. There are not really any weeds in in Stardew Valley. Well, kind of, but you just cut them down. Like you don't pick them or anything. You cut them
1: and feed your cows with it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Let's just give our cows
0: weeds. Another thing that I was thinking of is like, you do a lot of fertilizer and you do a lot of chemical and you do a lot of like pesticides and stuff to keep your crops like pristine and good or in stardew valley it's literally just put it in the ground mm-hmm. there's no like research there's no nothing there are like speed grows and
2: stuff like that but what do you guys think are like the top worries or like top things that you think about that farmers like think about and then the top things that you worry about in stardew valley Like, just generally in the game, because I feel like those are pretty different things. Like, I was thinking, so I'll start for me. I was thinking that for farmers, or maybe like in horticulture, which is kind of the, and like maybe smaller scale kind of market garden type that Stardew Valley is more simulating. Yeah. But I think that you worry most about maybe like, uh, and this. Isn't necessarily the case, but I think the weather and like what market you're going to be able to sell your crops to. Yeah. So weather and what and marketing are the two things. And I don't know the probably what you worry about most in Stardew Valley is like not really farming, just like going out and gathering resources. Mm-hmm. How do I make the most out of my day? I think
0: in yeah. Stardew Valley because you have it each day in Stardew Valley is ten minutes long, and like mm-hmm. if you if you don't like utilize that whole 10 minutes you, you just feel crappy. Cause it's like, I didn't grab enough ore from the mine so I can make my tools better, which is another thing that you don't have to do as an actual farmer.
2: All right. <laughs> <Or laughs> like like, maybe that part is accurate for Stardew Valley is that in real life, you're still worrying about, you know, filling your day with, but like
0: sometimes I feel like farms though, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are times in the year where you can kind of relax because it's like, well, today we just kind of have to wait for a week or two. Like we might have another thing to do over here, but I don't know. I know farmers are extremely busy all summer long because of most of them are how big their operation is going. But I don't know. I feel like if you're a smaller farmer, sometimes you're going to have that downtime of, well, what do I do now? (laughs) Am I completely wrong with that or no? <laughs> yeah, you say your thing and then I'll say mine. Um,
1: I would disagree.
0: Well, I'm just meaning uh, like smaller farmers. I'm not meaning like your parents, because your parents have a lot of land and a lot oh, of things to do. I'm meaning yeah. like smaller farmers <laughs> comparing it to Stardew Valley, like how big their farms are. Like if they're smaller and you'll you sometimes might have to wait. I didn't want to get like mixed up because I know farmers work a lot every single day, especially if they have yeah. big operations.
1: So if you played Stardew valley and you get into the winter you realize like i can't do anything i just have to go to the mine or fish all day and then i go to sleep because i can't do any farming but in the winter in real life i mean think about all the fruit trees you would have in Stardew valley those Mm -hmm. trees are just basically dead during the winter and then they come back to life in the spring but you would have to prune them and make sure that you know they're ready for the springtime. There's so much work going on, even in the winter. Um, for me myself, I've been mentioning in the podcast that I'm really free. Like I don't have much to do, but there's still a lot of work going on throughout the farm uh, during this winter time. Every tree needs to be taken care of. Every tree needs to be pruned, pruned, you know, cut in the right uh, spots so that it can, it can be reducing the right amount of fruit for each tree. So So that it, because if you have too much fruit it's not good for the tree
2: right because with apples um they're biennial bearing uh or a lot of varieties are so they will bear a lot of fruit one year and then the next year they won't bear a lot of fruit and they'll go through that two-year cycle interesting um which would be interesting to that. see in a video game right <laughs> like oh, suck, man <laughs> i don't know i feel like that would make it a little bit more compelling a little bit more stressful. <laughs> that just made me think, in Stardew Valley, you get an apple a day, like,
0: on your apple tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's crazy, just, right? Really? just like, no big like, rush at the end
2: to, like, yeah. harvest everything. Yeah, it reminds yeah. me
3: of the, the cows in um, the GameCube Harvest Moon, because it was stressful and annoying, because it's, like, it's realistic how you have to have a baby to have milk, which is normal. But mm-hmm. in... Um, in the weaver in the Wii game- in the wee harvest moon, once you once your cow is old enough they just have milk every day throughout the year. you don't have to have mm-hmm. babies to have milk so and it it's annoying at times for the GameCube version, but you have more um, realism. It's a little more yeah realistic it feels a little you feel more accomplished because you have to try to figure out the formula to try to get milk all year round.
0: Uh,
1: that's actually where I learned that that's what you have to do to get milk from a cow. <laughs>
3: Yeah,
1: that was a kid playing. I was like, I'm trying to milk this cow, but it's not working. And then I it took me like all day to figure out that I have to like you have to go to like the um, diary or something and order your yeah. your cow to get pregnant or something.
3: The logbook, have someone I, come and I
1: I was need to get pregnant again. <laughs>
3: I, I, I,
2: <laughs> that was I had a I had a friend recently, like a coworker when I was in Arizona, who asked me how dairy farmers make sure that their cows are producing milk all the time like do they give them hormone treatments or like what do they do and like he was his mind was blown kind of that uh you have to inseminate them for them (laughs) to give milk this like I, i just don't think that that's like a commonly known thing
0: but, like, that's right. what happens with humans. Like, yeah, right. like, like
2: how? <laughs> I
0: don't know. Being a biology yeah. teacher major, like, biology education major, like, some of the things that kids think up, because I've been in a high school for the last six weeks, some of the things that they think up are just, like, it doesn't make any sense, like, what you just said. <laughs> Talking about all this, though, uh, my wife, I just mentioned, her far- Her parents are ranchers, and they run a ranch, like, help with the family ranch kind of thing and like it was weird to me how like backwards their years were because he's you know for farmers like you two that have like fields and crops and things like summer and fall are like your busy busy months right am, am i wrong about that and spring <laughs> and spring just all around that the winter yeah, is summer might be a little bit less busy depending on what you got true 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 Their busiest time is the winter because they have to make sure their like cows and stuff don't get hurt by the snow. And they live in Wyoming, which gets to negative (laughs) 30. So they have to make sure the cows are fine, them fed every day. Yeah. And then calving. So like her dad goes out at 2 a.m. to make sure the calves are fine when it's snowing and raining and stuff. And it's like that would
2: kind of (laughs) suck. And this is where I think that, like, like imagine if Stardew Valley had that level of realism—not necessarily of like looking realistic, but of like, where during the winter, if you have calves, if you have cows and sheep, the winter you're gonna have to be up in the middle of the night, <laughs> like in the video game, that that's gonna affect you, like your daytime exhaustion levels or something. Mm-hmm. I just think that would be so cool. <clears throat> like, that's, um, I think that a big part, like in any video game. You can talk about like, oh, that's not how it really is in real life. But like, yeah, like how certain things are unrealistic in video games. And I think that that's fine. But I think that some of the fantasy elements in video games are fine also. But yeah, I just think that with some of these realistic or like these things that we're talking about that <laughs> are unrealistic about Stardew Valley or that could be more realistic, like it could improve the gameplay. <clears throat> To make it more realistic, or it can make it a more exciting or more um, engaging game. Yeah. When you were saying that,
1: I was thinking of the medicine that you could buy in those farming games.
2: Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. literally
1: buy it for like 100 coins or something, like super cheap. And you just like sprinkle it on the animal or something, and it's like a little pixie dust or something. And immediately your animal is cured from like whatever Mm -hmm. it was sick with. And it's not the case in real life. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't have any animals on our farm, we're not like that typical red barn with the sheep and the pig and the horses and whatever. We're usually just in a tractor farming on fields. I know that you can't just heal your animals with a bag of medicine. Um, in most cases, it's
0: uh, a long process. My wife's, parent, my wife's parents, they're lucky that uh, her aunt is actually a vet and lives on the ranch. So, yeah, they, she can take care of it because without that it would be such an ex- expensive ordeal sometimes with how bad the cows get sick sometimes, and how bad the calves like
2: need help. Yeah, there's there's not really a vet character in Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon, is there?
0: There's, there's a doctor,
2: there's, just a, there's a, doctor. a doctor, but that's a human doctor. Yeah, yeah. and you can marry him.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it. When you were saying that though, it made me think. Um, I've always wanted a farming game. Cause I don't know about you guys, but i I've, I've always wanted Harvest Moon. I enjoy Harvest Moon. I love every aspect of it. But I've always kind of wanted it to be a little bit more – just a little bit more simulated and fully focused on farming. Like I want it to be – my whole day is spent on my farm doing tasks to make it bigger. I don't want to have to worry about fishing or mining. Yeah, Um, I'm fine with it. It's kind of fun to upgrade stuff through your mining. But I I want like a mixture between Farming Simulator and Harvest Moon, just like in a small Mm. little – you know, yeah. in between. Yeah. I think that'd be a perfect farming game. A little, bit, a well, little bit of fantasy, a little bit of simulation, fully focused on your farm, making it big. I don't want to worry about fishing.
2: I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know? I, I would like to also, um, to like answer Colin's earlier question about if farmers are busy, it just reminded me one of a joke that I heard from like this farmer who was presenting at a big ag conference. Um, And he was saying that I think that you can be really busy as a farmer. And then there are some farmers that aren't as busy who are all, who are still in the big uh, farming business. And he told the joke that farmers are the only people who will spend eight hours in a diner talking about how hard they work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, and then also, so yeah, to be fair, that's that can be the case for some farmers, and that can be the case for uh, cannot be the case for others, depending on how hard you work, I guess, and how much you uh, leave to your employees to do. Um, also, speaking of which, there's no real you can't have employees in Stardew Valley, which I think would be kind of cool yeah. if you could delegate yeah. some of your tasks, mm-hmm. take away some of your money to delegate some of your tasks. Yeah. I don't know, that would be kind of sick. Um, but also, okay, the other thing that Um, the other thing that is the thing is that Stardew Valley, I feel like kind of is, isn't really trying to simulate or emulate the kind of agriculture that we're more familiar with. Cause there is the other side of agriculture. Like there's basically two types of, of farming that I know of. Obviously there's nuance and there are obviously plenty of other kinds of farming, but Two basic kinds, and that's kind of small scale and local, and large scale and widely distributed. Um, and we're more in the large scale, widely distributed. And then Stardew Valley, kind of in some ways, is trying to be like. I think it's trying to go with like the what you picture as like small small scale and local, which like I've had some experience with that as well. I've worked for just like a few weeks on this teeny tiny little. Um, a few-acre vegetable farm on um, northwestern Washington. And then also, actually, where I got most of my Stardew Valley experience was while I was working on a research farm in Malawi uh, in Africa. And then when I was done, I just like couldn't get enough of farming, and so I would turn on Stardew Valley on my phone <laughs> and then just keep on farming. But like even in that case, that farm that I was on in north- northwestern Washington It was like maybe just a couple of acres but it was crazy busy because the farmer had to have like orders ready every week for like local agriculture you don't just harvest once a year you have to have orders ready for every week because you're selling directly to your customers Mm. and so you have to plan your harvests at planting like you have to say okay i need to have spinach on June, on the weekend of June 12th. So, I need to plant it in such and such a date. And then you have to like plan out how many rows in your garden you have. And then on the day that you harvest one thing, you're planting another thing on top of it so that every week you have something to give your customers. And there was like so much work to be okay. done with getting ready for springtime and like with the greenhouses. Anyway, and even like with irrigation where they didn't have pipes, they used uh, hoses and like drip irrigation. And we actually did water all of the plants, at least. They used drip irrigation once they were established, but like you would transplant the starters into the Mm -hmm. earth. And then once you transplanted them, then you would use your watering bucket. But we used a hose uh, with like, you know, the dog washer thing. Yeah. Anyway, and then they also had livestock there. But yeah, it was crazy just how like, stardew valley was trying so hard to emulate this kind of farming and it was just so off i don't know just how involved like the scheduling was and then also with the weather where if crops get too cold they die and if they get too hot they die so you have to like watch out for that and then also with marketing um where in stardew valley you don't that's the thing that's common between large scale and small scale agriculture is yeah, you have to think about marketing. And in Stardew Valley, just throw it in a box. You throw it in a box, it's literally not a thought. Whereas it's <laughs> the main thought, I think, for yeah. most farmers. Yeah. And so anyway, I just think that yeah, those are some things where I think that if some of those were some of those things were incorporated more into like farming video games, like specifically the ones that are trying to be more like small scale. I thought it'd be so fun. Like so exciting. and like trying to figure out the magic of like what the best scheduling is and trying to keep your customers. And you're like trying to sell to the, yeah, to the townsfolk, like the doctor that you can marry and whatnot.
0: <laughs> anyway. Yeah.
3: I was going to say, uh, you guys have a very different experience of farming than me. Um, I feel like my life has been like Harvest Moon. Cause we'll have, we'll have 20 chickens. We'll have two pigs. We'll have like, we used to have like usually 20 cows. And, um, you know, we, my grandpa's big into farming, so we'd have to go out every day and water them with the hose. And then we live in a small town and I don't know, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's hard work. They, they make it seem easier than it is, but, and the big word, they, they hide the stink from you in those games. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, living on a, living on a small farm with all those animals, when you just go outside, it doesn't smell bad it you know it feels fresh it doesn't it's not bad but when, like when you get in with them it's yeah. you know they're living animals um mm. and yeah stink it does stink
2: yeah. our orchard is just a little bit downwind of a um really big feedlot that they raise cows for dairies and then also when i was on that farm on that smaller farm they also had a, a ton of chickens and um and a few cows and so that one was a little bit more like harvest moon but just like the game mechanics are different i feel mm-hmm. like but the reason why i brought up the feedlot next to our orchard is that yeah <laughs> yeah little known fact animals smell bad
0: <laughs> <laughs> am i weird to say that i actually kind of like the smell of a dairy just because it kind of reminds me of home oh like and when i moved to this town One of my friends also lived on a dairy that I went to his house quite often. So, like, I got really used to the smell of a dairy, and to me, it kind of just smells good, just because it's just like, yeah,
2: it's that's what home smells like. It's not, yeah, it's not terrible. Good memories. Chickens do smell bad, though.
0: I've never been around too many chickens, so I don't know that smell.
3: (laughs) Uh, I I wanted to ask everyone. I know we we've been talking about the same two games, but I'm curious. I just want to know what each of your guys' favorite. Farming game is if you had just one, I'm sure we've already said it, but I just want to hear it. For me, it's Harvest Moon GameCube, A Wonderful Life.
1: That's mine as well. Harvest Moon, mm-hmm. A Wonderful Life. I don't know what year it came out, but it was quite a while ago. And I would say Stardew Valley has more features, and it's kind of improved upon a lot of the features of Harvest
0: Moon, A Wonderful Life. But
3: it's, well, it's, it's really missing some features,
0: though. To me, I feel like it's the nostalgia factor too. Just yeah. First, first, one of the first games we played, uh, Harvest Moon. Yeah. 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 I would say mine is Stardew Valley just because of, I feel like i played insane amount of hours on it and I, <laughs> I, like I kind of got addicted. Right? I don't know what you consider a hundred
2: percent in that game. You can't hundred percent it, man. Well, the achievements. I Aren't guess. you immortal in that game?
0: Um, yes. So you can go like year. You can never die. I'm on year like six. You're god. Um, I haven't gotten all the achievements because one of them, one of the achievements is to cook every recipe in the game. And that does not appeal to me. Like oh. to go find every single Cause you, ha- you have to yeah. watch the TV in the morning to get a different recipe and you have to talk to everybody and figure out their favorite recipes in the town.
1: Um, and then you have to cook I'm it. Sorry. And it's
0: like, that just sounds like a waste of time to me. So I just never got <laughs> that part of it. You're mm.
1: Right. What's your favorite game player for?
2: No, oh. oh goodness gracious. <laughs> um, there are so many, guys, there are so many farming video games. All right. Jeez um, Louise. Okay. So hang on. Before I say my favorite, let me shout out a few of them. Um, first of all, RuneScape. Because uh, <laughs> we've talked about like r- how RuneScape's agriculture is and how you like kind of play the stock market a little bit with that mm-hmm. which like happens in real life. I know that my dad talks about wheat prices all the time because they're trying to figure out like when to sell all this wheat they got. Yeah. Um anyway, that's an aspect of RuneScape's farming. Yeah. Um also you minecraft You can farm on yep. RuneScape, so farm huh. is an entire skill. And really? uh, there was a day that I
1: had Carter come over and I wanted to show him farming because uh we spent some time, kind of like how we're talking about it now, just talking about farming games. And I was like, I think you would like this
2: whole farming thing on Rinscape.
0: Or like, at least appreciate it.
2: I right. do appreciate it very much. Yeah, It's lovely. <laughs> yeah. I doubt you'll make a membership a account. To <laughs> well, you have to level up so much to be able to farm. Though, yeah, right? there's a lot
1: of prerequisites for everything you need to do.
2: Um, and then also, obviously, um, Minecraft My word, what a farming sim that game is. I mean, obviously there's a lot more to it than farming, but that farming is like an interesting aspect of it. It And that you can like control the local economy with your farming. Like, isn't that a way that you can like coerce villagers to like Mm -hmm. level up in certain ways is with the agriculture system there, controlling the local food supply. (laughs) Anyway. Well it's mainly
0: you just grow a bunch of wheat, make a bunch of bread, and then trade for emeralds. And that's basically it.
2: Incredible. And then you could
0: sell the emeralds to get like cool stuff from the villagers. So I liked Carter's explanation better.
2: I okay, controlling <laughs> the, controlling the, the, screw the, the you, peasants, screw you, man. <laughs> Burn their crops, make them rely on you. Yes,
3: <laughs> another farming game that I looked up and I remembered that I actually played a lot
1: of. Heyday, the app. Did you guys play that? Dude, can I hey be day. honest
2: right now? Yeah. Whoa, okay. I'm playing it right now. Are you? <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally during this podcast. I just got a notification.
3: Yeah. Dude, I forgot that game for... Yeah, that game's actually pretty fun.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, it's just something I check in the morning and that night. Uh, check out something my just do. Yeah. Uh, and it's fun. It's just uh, you grow your crops and you turn the crops into different uh, ingredients and materials and you use those materials to combo with other things and make you know you yeah. just make all that's, these different that's
3: the aspect that's fun is yeah getting what you need to and then there's certain
2: orders you have to fulfill yeah combining it to mm-hmm. fulfill those orders and so that's a cool game that like does include part of the marketing aspect yeah. of and you can sell it
1: at your like roadside shop and you can decide the price for it and then real players can go to your shop and browse buy and buy whatever they want and then you get the money and it's nice it's fun
2: and then, okay, obviously Farm Simulator 19 and all the other ones in that series, which I only played once at an ag expo in Paris. So it was all in French. So I didn't
3: understand.
2: <laughs> oh, but the reason why I said that that game is also kind of doing its own little fantasy thing is that it's kind of being more like large scale agriculture, but like it's just so obsessed with those tractors, man. It's like. I feel like the main pull of the game is that you can play all these specific John Deere tractors that exist in real life. And it kind of just feels like kind of they're just an ad for John Deere tractors <laughs> and for like, oh, look at me, big man driving my big machine, um, <laughs> which is honestly a big part of my childhood and kind of sick. But <laughs> anyway, there was also a lot more manual labor that I remember. Mm. Are there tractors in Stardew Valley? No. No, but there's a mod that you can get where
1: you can drive around and it just harvests any crop that's ready.
2: <laughs> but the mod, um, can't you pull have like ride your horse and have it no do nonsense with the crops? No, that's all. That's still the mod. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, It might be a mod. All right. Um, I don't get right, why on. there isn't
0: a tractor. Just because right by the mayor's house is a is a pickup truck and there's a bus in the game and it's like. You can tell it's in modern day or modern ish day. Mm -hmm. Like there's just a tractor in the game. That's like, that's why I stopped is I stopped on the first day of summer and I just didn't want to till up the land and go plant my crops one by one. I was just like, this is dumb. Mm -hmm. I'm
2: done. Especially since there are irrigation systems that are so high tech in that game. (laughs) You just stick it in the (laughs) ground, man. But what's your number one? Um, those are all honorable mentions. Those right? are all honorable mentions. Let me name another honorable mention. Um, uh, yeah, Egg Incorporated. Um, <laughs>
3: yeah. You guys know
2: that one? That one's on the phone. That yeah. just that <laughs> game. pretty far in that it's game. It's a chicken
3: game, yeah. It's <laughs> a game. You tap egg, you tap the,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, guys, I like cured cancer and was able to time travel with the eggs that we got <laughs> uh, in that game. Um, it's, yeah, you literally just tap the screen. Oh, so it's like Cookie Cooker. Yep, yep. I
1: played okay. it for like a day. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a flash game, rest in peace. Burger Tycoon. That's what I was thinking right when you said a flash game. That's a fun game. That's a fun game. It's like impossible to win. That game is crazy fun. And it's and it's an ag video game. Like half of it is it's half of it is where you are trying to raise crops. Wow and raise cattle in, like, Brazil. And, like, you're cutting down the rainforest to do it. And then um, you're also trying to feed those. You have a feedlot where you're trying to feed those animals. And then the other half is, of course, you're selling burgers and you're, like, controlling the empire, I guess, of it. So I think that that one might honestly be my number one. I'm going to say that that one's my number one just because... I don't think you can play it anymore, and I think that, that 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 makes it deserve it. and then also it's so difficult and pretty fun, I think that
1: game I haven't heard about that in years, and that unlocked so many memories it's it was so hard for me when I played as a kid because there's so many things you have to think about oh my word in real time,
2: and your employees hate you, yeah, and all of the cows get mad cow disease, so you have to
1: incinerate them. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's a rough game. Yeah, I'd say that that's was my number one. Honestly, like, probably Harvest Moon is my number one, but, like, I don't know. Uh, I'm going ha- to give it to Burger Tycoon. Just, you know, just like how Heath Ledger won uh, the Academy Award when he died. I feel like Burger Tycoon has to get it. <laughs> Rest in peace, Heath. Rest in peace, Flash Games. We'll miss you so much. Well, Carter, do you have any uh, social
1: media things or anything you'd like to shout out?
2: Yes, I do. I would like to shout out the Discord um, for CoopCast. Oh. That's where I do most of my social media. <laughs> we appreciate that. Um, also my Instagram, art underscore with underscore cart. Yeah, go ahead and give me the old follow. Yeah, don't you post some of your uh, art on there? It's in the name. Art with Cart? Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> in the name. I should know more regularly, but
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we forgot to mention that you're you're big into art and uh, just a lot of uh, you do a lot of different things, right?
2: Yeah, actually, like a project that I've had uh, in the fire for a while, and that like I haven't I've tried to start it up every time. Like, all right, I'll be honest, just a couple of times, but like I really want to make an ag video game, kind of incorporating a lot of the ideas that we talked about today. And so I've just gotten to the point of like character design because you know. I like drawing. I wouldn't be the one coding it, but that would be Sawyer anyway. Yeah. I like making art and like sculptures and drawings and paintings and stuff. <laughs> so that's pretty much it. Um,
0: I did just want to bring up before we end like Carter here was one of the big reasons we started the channel. We did have a big like conversation about this a year or two ago uh, about like what we do if we did a podcast and things like that so we'll probably have carter on here again sometime talking about that and probably talking about his art and talking about carter has a lot to talk about and we love talking with him so we'll probably have him back (laughs) no 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 (laughs) well sort of but no
1: (laughs) we were literally playing uh halo on the pc when it first came out the master chief collection and uh, whoever was playing, the other two would sit behind them, and we just talk about something random. We're like, "Dude, we should stream this right now," or like, "We should record this. This is good stuff." And so that kind of inspired us to to do this podcast.
2: I'm happy to be here as a guest, as a player. For um, no, yeah, it was really cool. I don't know, it was so cool, guys. To first of all, it was cool to just like, it's cool to talk about video games, first of all, and to just talk about crap. But it was so awesome. Like, everybody has a conversation about, like, oh, we should start a podcast. Yeah. Um, it was so awesome to hear that you guys actually started the podcast that we had started about t- or talked about. I was so proud of that moment. And <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so that was pretty sick. And it's also really cool to be to, like, listen to the podcast and, like, what you guys have kind of been doing with it. Like, for example, when you had Siggy on as player four last time, that... I listened to it just a few days ago, and that inspired me to try out Clash Royale. Pretty fun game. And I think that I might have gotten almost to the level that Sawyer got of, like, below average. (laughs) Pretty easy to get to my
3: level.
1: Yeah. No, it's been fun to hear comments from people who've listened uh, where a lot of the times they're like, man, just listening to your podcast really made me want to get back into gaming, or maybe really want to try that thing out. It's just been really awesome to hear stuff like that. It
2: does. I actually, another update from this week, um, I forgot to mention it at the beginning, but is that I got a new laptop because mine was like five pounds and um, <laughs> 16 inch screen and like had the not even the i3 processor, but the, like the one below that, but not even the one below that, but like several below that. <laughs> um, so I mentioned on the Discord that I'm just excited to have a laptop that can play Minesweeper now. <laughs> so like, I got a Steam account a couple days ago. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, and I still haven't spent enough money on it to have friends, but I'm very excited for that. <laughs> we'll have to think of a game that can run on your laptop that we can play together. We could do a gameplay episode. Yeah. Oh no! Anyway, so I got a new one. So it's got i5. So like it. Okay. It can do like Stardew and Minecraft and. Okay. Huh? okay. Keep that in mind.
0: Cool beans. Well, thank you all for listening. This has been a fun time. Have a good week. Have a good life. Come join the Discord, please. Love to see you there. Been posting questions of the week uh, every week. Love you guys. Deuces.
3: Mwah.
2: I've got a poop. Um, I'm going to use the bidet. I love you so much. Good night.